All right, guys, you're tuned in to another uh, Talk and Shed podcast. Uh, today, we're at the Louisville Farm Show uh, recording live. I've got with me here Lee Kilpatrick. Uh, Lee is the national sales manager for Salford Group. Lee, what's going on today? Hey, man, I'm glad to be here. You know, the last time that uh, you got hooked into this, and <laughs> I, I, I did you like three and a half hours. Maybe I won't do you so bad. I love to hear my own voice. Well, man, I'm thrilled to be here, man. I'm looking. We got battery. We're good to go. <laughs> yeah. It's telling me we can record for about four hours. Nice. So, hey. I should be able to do that. No problem, we man. Got, we got Bunch time. Of hot air. <laughs> Awesome. Well, I'm excited to be sitting down with you. Me too. Um, so today, it's the final day of the show. We're literally in the last hour of the show. Uh, that's kind of why we're able to do what we're doing right now. So um, let's just talk live. Uh, let's just recap yeah. in your world the last three, four days. What? How was it? Man, Adam, you know, it, it's been the best show, the best national farm machinery show in maybe seven plus years. Really? Uh, you know, back in the day, you wind it back a decade ago, you know, it would be 15 deep in the booth. You know, people really, Yep. Uh, it, it's not that level. It's okay. not that level at all, but it's much better than the last the last few years. And not just this show, but all shows really tailed off. And right. Particularly regional shows, you know, for us as a manufacturer. Um, but this has been very encouraging. Got a good crowd in here. We've had opportunity on all of our brands, sure. which usually there's a focus piece, uh, yep. but we've had opportunities with broadcast, with air, with our new Halo line, and with our traditional I-Series, and a, and a good mix of geography. A lot of folks in your world, yeah. a lot of folks in your territory, uh, a lot of Michigan folks, uh, so it, I'm, I'm very encouraged. Good. You know? Uh, so. What, what uh, couldn't you put your thumb on that? Why? Well, I, my, my my speculation is that whenever you tell Americans they can't do something yeah. or they shouldn't do something, yeah. we're going to do it. You don't tell us that. Right. You know, you don't. True. You don't just because, you know, we had a show last year. Yep. And it was, it was good. It was better than it had been. But it's just kind of, kind of interesting. I, I still see, Adam, that I don't, I see a lot of, I don't see as many young generation folks okay. at trade shows. Yeah. That that I don't think they'll ever they just don't it just that's just not how they how that, they do their thing, man. Right. That kind of makes sense, you know, the YouTube and what you and I are doing right now right. is a lot of how those guys in my generation absorb content. Yep. Some of the older generation, they want to come see you face to face, touch the product. Yep. Um, you're right. That's different. Um, so yeah, I would agree. A lot of people just want to stretch out and get out. I'm sure the economy has something to do with it. You know, sure it does. grains are good right now. Um, but also, uh, there's been a lot of hype, though, in the Salford world in general for you to feel like it was a good show. Oh, fantastic. You know, and I don't I don't think that's been a universally common experience here. Right. Uh, I would agree. I, it is incredible. Marketing is an amazing thing, mm -hmm. and, and and Salford has really invested and added a couple of really key people, uh, Tara and Kendall. Uh, they they just Tara does a phenomenal job mm -hmm. with our media. If you look at our media, yep, I see um, their work often. It is uh, it's breathtaking. So they provide us a lot of opportunity. There's been some good product development, and you know what, man, 
it's all you're just blessed yeah too yeah you, know, you got to give credit back to where it really really goes yeah you know you work hard and uh there's been a lot of interest in the the halo platform yep uh so we've been really blessed and i think the company's done some really good marketing some really good efforts to get the word out i would agree so we've had a lot of people come in here to look at that product yeah i would agree yeah i mean rewind to the last time I roped you into a podcast a year ago. We were sitting in almost the same seats. Yeah. And we were talking about the hype behind that VRT. And mm-hmm. I said, man, I, I think it's going to be good, mm-hmm. but I haven't seen it run in the spring. That was 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, today, I've seen it run in the spring. I've seen it run in an extra fall. And the hype's real. Man, I don't have to tell you that. Um, but it, it's amazing. And I knew you guys would have a smoking show. I knew yeah. you guys, and and Wednesday after the show, I I I forget how I asked Dave Gunkelman. I don't know if I texted him or called him, and I, I knew it. And he said it, dude. It was crazy, yeah. and I, I I knew it. I knew it would be uh, just from the hype I've seen from the product and the questions and and people. You know, because last year people probably kind of walked by it like, what is that? Right. You know, this year. Right. They know. They came to see it. Yes. They came to see it, to talk about it, to see what our experience is, to say, my ground's like this, and I got rocks, and whatever their condition, we all think that our farm is different from every other. And it is. You know, to a certain extent, it is. Uh, I'm interested to learn from a a dealer standpoint how this show has been for for you guys. It's been good. Um, You know, we're down in the West Wing, um, and I think... As time goes on, it, I, I have I've traveled back and forth many times, yeah. and it seems there's always more people up here in the big room. I call it the big room. Yeah. The lighting is way better. You know, the big dogs are up here, and it attracts more people, in my opinion. So the traffic is going to be a little bit lighter down there, but from a dealer standpoint, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, That's I mean, good to hear. I mean, it's you know. We carry a huge line of products down there. Everything from little knickknacks we kind of manufacture to that we got the cover crop cedar down there to other products. Yeah, planter attachments. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we can we can cover a wide swath. Yes, you know, you I do. mean, we got we got like three farmers right now sniffing on that nurse trailer, <laughs> and we're hoping they arm wrestle over who gets to take it home. There you go. You know, and and. Uh, and you know the BBI sitting here in the in your booth got retailed, That's so awesome. it, it's good. And and then you have the guys that you sold to last year come up and, and see you again, yeah. um, and it's just building the relationships uh, to figure out how we can transition that guy from needing row cleaners on his planter to mm-hmm. needing a VRT to prep the ground before the planter, and that that's our job that's is beautiful. is to. Uh, to because uh, we 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 don't want to sell one thing to to a farmer. We want to sell ten different things over twenty years. Yeah, and it's you know? important to recognize that what is unique about uh, Finnig is that Finnig really sells value. Everything that Finnig sells is going to make that farm more efficient, more effective, better stand, better yield, better income, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, to do that for for people and to have that experience when they get one piece of your stuff and it meets the promise, it right. meets the value proposition. Yep, they're, they're ready to look at, at other things and to be able to sell things like that is just yeah, it's so much fun. Oh yeah, well you have to you have to differentiate yourself. 
and you have to find those products that they're going to tell their neighbor about like man why are you not running this you know you gotta get these and and i get the calls all the time you know hey uh, my neighbor's running a Salford. I think it's one of them five-inch deals. And, right. and all of a sudden, I know what he's talking about. And, mm-hmm. and pretty soon, he tells me where he's located, and I know who his neighbor is. But, yeah, you got to add value. You know, there's a lot of booths here that, sure, they're probably successful, but you kind of walk by them, and you're like, man, how are they How are they selling that? You oh, know? Adam, I've, I've, I've watched several booths around us that they're sitting at the table. All the yeah. guys that work there, and they'll have sporadically somebody walk in. Yeah, man, I looking don't... for the ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can you help me find Fennig? Right, you know that's what they want to know. Uh, and I, you know, it, it's again, we're we're so we're both so blessed to be where we are. What do you think our challenges are going forward? What do you think the greatest challenges that, um, that we will face together? Well, it, it's 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 a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I, it's hard to put a, a finger on one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I deal with a lot of farmers that are 55 and older, um, and you know, I know there's probably a lot of them just historically may or may not know what they're going to do with the 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 very nice farm and equipment that they've built, and. Uh, you know you wonder what does happen to that is it consolidation and you get less and less farmers um you're never going to end up with with too few farmers i think look at the crowd i think that's right but you know um you always want a bunch of smaller farms is typically ideal it is um so i think that could be an issue to see how um how well some of the older generation can can not just hand off the farm to the younger generation, but help them out yeah. to, to welcome them in. I know so many guys in their 30s and 40s and their dad farms, and and they don't. They work at the bank, I do too. Or, you know. And and you wonder where's that? Who's going to fill that gap? Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and and I also think, you know, we're in a time right now uh, where corn prices are good, inputs are low. There should be some profits. So where do prices go? Of course, mm-hmm. but but we've been through uh, low prices. Oh yeah. Um, but I think some of the bigger stuff, honestly, is is out of the farming community. It, it is it's more in the the world itself. It is, and in the leaders and the the followers and everything in between. And their that, that, lack of understanding of agriculture and what it takes to put the food on their table. Right. That's something that we as an industry that really bothers me, Adam, is we just don't seem to have the ability to get our message out. You know, nobody cares more about the earth right. than a farmer. Right. And and this myth of corporate farms, and that is yeah. not true in America. Right. It's just not true in the heartland, you yep. know? that's a lie and we don't seem to be able to have strong enough media presence to be able to rebuff that to help people to understand how vital the underpin of the american economy is the farm yeah it's not the bank it's not the insurance company it's the farm man yeah uh it's what put it on the map and it's what will keep us on the map so I, i agree with you that generational change will be fascinating yeah. And we'll see things, you know, and, and that's 
that's one of the things I think about with, with our equipment. If we build better equipment and we make farms more efficient and we make it work better and easier, is it more attractive to a younger generation right. than, you know, a cutting torch? Right. Uh, yeah. I, I hope so. I hope yeah. so. And th- that their dads make money and have a good, a good lifestyle. Right. Uh, I think you hit it on the head. I think that's something nobody's talking about. Uh, and I think things like Talking Shed are very important. That's why this is so important is that you're conveying the message of value and, and, right. and love and farm uh, it, over the air. And, you know, as your listenership grows, yeah. that message gets out better and better. So it's, it's, it's young guys like yourself yeah. really attacking and being part of that media culture that's so exciting to me, man. Yeah. Well, the... You know, the, the whole <clears throat> purpose of the podcast is to give everyone, everyone, I'm not talking customers, I'm not talking just people here today, I'm talking everyone, kind of a our backside story. Right. You can you can see what Salford has on their YouTube channel, you can see what I'd have on our YouTube channel, uh, but there's there's more to it. You pull Absolutely. the layers back and you, you start to meet people like Lee, you start to meet people like Dave and... Uh, everyone in the Salford group that that is behind the video and and you get to meet my parents and my grandparents and everyone who's behind the that that's what people need to see and need to hear and uh and that's the whole purpose of the podcast is to give another layer to show that we're more than the logo or or more than the video and that's and, and I I uh I think people that listen uh, enjoy that. I think that's why they're here. And I, I've heard from several guys this week uh, who actually do listen to the podcast. Absolutely. Which do. is weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it kind of is, isn't it? I mean, it's surreal. Yeah. You know, it's not weird because the content's great, but it, it is a little bit surreal, yeah. you know. And it's there's a whole nother scale, too. Like, when, when I sell something, what I think about, what I try to make myself think about is that 500 people that work for Salford, if I don't sell something, 500 people suffer. Right. It's not just my commission or whatever. Right. It's, and and at Finnig, if you don't get something delivered, you don't. Right. You and your guys don't sell anything. Merry-go-round stops, man. Oh yeah. Uh, so there's so much riding on this room. Oh yeah. For, oh yeah. For all of us, for our economy, for our farmers. Um, yeah. It's uh, it's cool to be a part of. Oh yeah. It's. It's so fun. Um, the I've been on it close, creeping up on like ten years, I think, <laughs> and uh, and it's just so amazing how um, you you get those contacts saved in your phone, and more yeah. and more a number that shows up has a name to it rather yeah. than a number, and they're a customer. Yeah. It's not just your wife or your dad. It it's a customer, and he's saved in there, you know. Yeah. And and as every year, there's more and more of them. There are. And, and every Adam. year, I can walk less and less in this room without getting stopped. 100%. You know? 100%. And that's great. That's you know, good. There was a guy this morning that came in. His name is Joe Bischoff. And Joe is a Kentucky farmer. And 18 years ago, I sold him his first spreader. Oh, yeah? And 12, 14, we went, you know, we're two old guys, so we had to sit down and put the time frame together. So maybe 14 years. It was a ground wheel drive, and I sold him a big hydraulic. And 
still got those machines and still run they've paid for themselves seven times over he's been right. able to apply his material his way at his rate at the proper rate for agronomy on time for almost two decades now now yeah. that I love that man yeah I, I really that I, I live for that I mean not every story is like that right you know they're, right. they're not all cake and candy man but that right one, that one was 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 pretty special yeah I've seen him in eight or nine years yeah you know yep. um, that's that's what's cool about selling something good yeah that has an effect you oh, know yeah. on, on people's pocketbooks and uh, still runs them still you know and you're you're obviously getting into that groove too where you're you're seeing these people that oh yeah they've been running your tool for eight nine ten years now yeah yeah and i'm thinking you want to trade that thing <laughs> no it ain't wore out yet it's like son of a gun <laughs> you, know? you know i got a bigger one yeah i got a smaller one i got a different one yep uh yep, yep. oh that's good man that's, that's good <laughs> yeah it's uh it it is great to see that and and then of course i talked to all the guys that dad sold to oh you know and, good lord i bet and uh and it, it comes full circle but uh yeah it's it's a great feeling and and there there's nothing to hide when you sell something that's so great right you know it's just you know it, like even the used equipment just take a uh, take a picture of it if, if it's a little bit dirty who cares that means it works that's right you know and uh, it is what it is. Come look at it, and and you ain't gonna find nothing wrong with it, right? I'm, you, know? you know, I'm not. Everything I ever sold wasn't 100 percent perfect, right? I, but on balance, right? I never, I never left one hanging, right? Uh, but on way far on the balance to 97, 98 uh, percent, uh, to to be able to do that is 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 really fun because uh, I'm not in the position to be able to farm but it keeps me close to it right you know and the things that i learn and the the things that that happen are they're, they're a lot of fun i mean most days are pretty doggone good adam every now and then there's one that's not so oh, not yeah. so special but yeah and it's right when you think things are rolling too <laughs> you know you're like man things are going good everything feels right and then boom those three phone calls hit you in a row and uh, uh, just an hour ago, I was having a minute. Exactly, <laughs> I was having a great minute. Exactly, <laughs> it, it, you ain't allowed to have that for very long, uh -uh. and it comes and just smacks uh -uh. you. And you got to find it every day. Yep. What do you do to get yourself rolling every day? Do you have a uh, something, a, a routine that that um, you like? Out of the blue, question. Well, today my routine is taking my boy to school. Probably yeah. is my routine that gets me rolling. I I wake up at a pretty decent time and uh my boys follow right after and uh sometimes depending on the time of year and the situation at home sometimes i'll sneak out of the house early and go get some stuff done yeah whether it's on on my farm or at the shop um but lately uh it's not a good day unless i get my boy to school i like that i mean it just you know, because I put them to bed at night, and they ask me, you going to be here in the morning? Mm. Like, yeah. Planning on it. Yep. Yep, we'll be. Planning on it. Man, so, that's awesome. So. That's awesome. You know, I've, I've told you this before, that those years, some of those years were really hard for my wife and I. Yep. But, man, they passed like 
blink oh, your yeah. eye oh, and they're yeah. driving out of the driveway yeah and uh you know the and like everything else in life not everything's great but on balance man that's a experience yep. of a lifetime yeah to, to be able to be with your kids is yeah greatest blessing of all yeah. most days yeah yeah <laughs> right right so yeah that that right now that's what uh, it, it's not a complete day if i don't do that so i try to do that um other than that no no what about you that's i'm good. sure you got some though well you're you like know, david goggins you know well, goggins I, yo big time listen to him all the time and i'm kind of you don't I, cuss as much as him. What's going on? Not well. I wouldn't do that on the talking shed, but uh, I do occasionally use sentence-enhancing words. Uh-huh. Um, you know, Adam, I'm going through a period of, of time in my life right now where I'm I'm struggling with that. For years, I was a four thirty, five o'clock, rise up, get my exercise in. Yep. And oh, about two years ago, I started having shoulder problems and. I've got to get back in my. That's the reason I asked that question is sure. is I've gotten out of my morning routine, man, and I'm yeah. in this. Uh, I'm inconsistent. Yeah. And it makes for inconsistent days. Yeah. And I've got to find my way again because the morning really sets the tone oh, yeah. for the day. In those years when I was really disciplined, yeah, I had freedom. Yeah. You know because of that discipline. So I've got to find my way again. I'm not. I'm not carving the morning well right now. Yeah, every, you know, everyone's got their own deal, whether it's running or maybe it's not even exercise at all. Right. You know, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. Sure, it'd be great, but... Uh, and I know I'm running on borrowed time, too. I spent all those years exercising, and I'm doing a little bit, but nothing like I did, which is every day, very consistent, uh, heavy, hard, fast. Uh, I know that... I, I, you, you put some money in the bank physically, sure. but that money runs out. Right. You know, right. I've still got a little bit left at them, but I, yeah. I'm, I, I know that, uh, yeah. you know, this spring I've got to get back on the horse. So hopefully next time we, we talk, I can share with you a whole new morning reality. Yeah, I'd right love now to hear I'm lost, it. man. I'd love to hear it. I, yeah, I kind of have a mo- uh, the morning routine with the kids and then, and then an evening routine. At some yeah, point, you do. At some point in the evening... Um, I, I like to just find out all the information that happened in the day that I missed. Oh yeah, you know man. whether that's I'll, I'll hit Twitter a little bit, and I don't. I'm not a scroller. I don't want to sit there and just dead scroll. But you know, I'll check out Twitter a little bit. Um, I'll get on some ag websites and, mm-hmm. and check out. I'll, I'll check out. You know, the markets open up at like eight thirty or nine o'clock at night. I'll kind of see how they open, um, and and just kind of try to piece together in my head what I think I'm going to be doing and, and the guys at shop need to be doing in the morning and then I'll sleep pretty decent. That's awesome. So, I think your routine with your kids is, is magnificent. Yeah. You know, uh, we, we were, my wife and I were really good at that and the, the dinner table was really important to us. Yeah. And I got to unwind a lot of junk they got taught at school. A yeah. lot of stuff because we just we put the phones up and everybody Everybody around the table talked about their day yep. and, and what went down. Yep. And I, I wouldn't trade a billion dollars yeah. for that. Yeah. I wouldn't trade anything yeah. for, for that, that time that I spent with them. And it really was my opportunity to influence them in our culture. Right. You know, to realign some things and share yep. the other side of the coin with them. And uh, so that's that's really good stuff. And you'll, you'll watch their minds develop and both those 
those kids will be, it'll, it'll, there'll be nights when I was like, there's no way that one of you did not come from the two of us. <laughs> You're so different. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, that, and you think so, they, they still, my daughters still think differently, right. you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, so we're all individuals, and to consider that is yeah. uh, oh, an yeah. amazing thing, you know? Yeah. The, the two boys I've got here today, Luke and Lane, they're, they couldn't be more opposite. <laughs> couldn't be more opposite. This fall, they they both started playing uh, soccer, just kick around oh, soccer. Yeah. First game, Luke goes out there plowing kids over and, and doing a good job. Literally within the thir- first thirty seconds, Lane was crying, walking off the field. He was done. He hasn't played soccer since. Someone tackled him. So yeah, it, it's, man, that's it's good stuff. Funny. Yeah, that's good stuff, man. Yeah. And so it, they couldn't be more opposite, but that's good. You, you need all of that. Yeah, you do. You need all of that. Um, so in the world of Salford, I, I asked you this the other night. You guys had a nice little uh, meeting, dinner here. I thought that was awesome, by well, the thank way. Thank you. I appreciate, um, you. appreciate you guys. Always support us. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that was uh, – you had some uh, YouTube influencers in here. You had a lot of Salford employees, some dealers. That And I – I wish that would have lasted, and maybe it did. I wish it would have lasted until midnight. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Uh, we had to get out of there. We had some dinner reservations yep. too. And But, man, that, that was fun. It uh, was. But, but I asked you, I said, you know, what's what's the hardest part of, of your job, what you're doing right now as national sales manager? Obviously, that's a tall task, and, and we just talked. You know, people stop selling. The, the boat slows down. You know, what yep. what keeps you up? Making sure that my that my um, the folks that I'm responsible for are supported, that they have what they need, that they feel um, they feel loved and appreciated, and they that I don't miss being grateful for them. That they, you know, all all of these guys are remote, so there's a tendency to feel like you're on an island, and you know what, you are. I tell them that. The, you are on an island, but what are you going to make of that island? Right. Are you going to call it misery, or are you going to go find a coconut tree? Right. Are you going to dig for water? Or are you going to lay in the sand and die? Yeah. You know, you are on an island, and so it's my, it's my. I want to make sure that the information is flowing to them. So really, their their health and feeding is primary in my mind because there's no me professionally without them. Yes. You know. I, take a sales job but that's not what I have I have a people job yes I, I really I really try to study leaders you know and what I find is that there's a, a good leader has a balance between the mission and the people but if pushed he will always put the people first but he'll still get the mission done and I'm not that guy but I want to be that guy sure um, so that's what that's what I, I worry about and I'm like every other human. I worry about my own longevity and my own, you know, I, I recently went through a, a year when I, I really questioned my own value. You know, am I valuable to my company? Am I valuable to my family? Sure. And so I, I struggle with the same things that, you know, positive self-worth, uh, but really those guys, their satisfaction in their job is so very important to me. Yeah. You stay where you're happy. You stay where you know 
that you can get help. Right. And just like with your kids, there's also a balance. Right. I mean, if I have to come over and feed you breakfast every morning, maybe we've gone a little bit too far. <laughs> you know, if I make sure you get breakfast every morning. Yep. So, you know, it's, uh, it's taking care of my, uh, myself, my family, uh, and, and, and my guys is, is really, really paramount to me. And, you know, about, Two years ago, I had a real leadership challenge, and I had to really step back. I had some unhappy folks, and I made them unhappy, you know? So I really had to step back and look at myself in the mirror and say, okay, what part of this is yours? Well, ultimately, the answer became all of it is yours. So that has become the answer all the time now. Uh, own it all of it is, hmm. is yours you're you're in charge right you're responsible for everything so that's been a little bit of a change uh, in me but I, I, I well when you're <clears throat> when you're pushing your sales guys and and you know they hopefully they know the product I hope yeah um, so what what is it that you think is the most important uh, not not to get you know, uh, dialed in on just uh, Lee leading his Zalfer dealers, but in, in the world when leading people, I'm in a similar boat. I try to be the director and the go-to guy for most of our remote sales guys. You are, and I want to be. I, I don't. I, I get. I will get the most frustrated when something happens and they don't ask me. Like, yes. like you didn't call me about that. Yes. Like I would have helped you immediately. Yes. So, what is Boy, it? Boy, that's a hard question. You know where? And there's not maybe not one thing, but because I've found it's it's really some of the smallest things mm-hmm. that you overlooked. You know, sometimes you think, well, does he know the prices? Does he? Can he talk fluently with a customer? Mm-hmm. It's typically not those things. Mm-hmm. It's typically. <clears throat> uh, I don't know. Does he know who to call if this happens? Mm-hmm. Or I, that's I don't a big know. deal. I, I don't know uh, what it is, and there's not just one thing. That's right. But what are the some of the things that you really feel uh, help pushing your guys? And that's a great question leading? because I, I got to push them. That's part of my job. Everyone needs. To push. I, I, I've got I've got to push them for goals. Um, I try to like separate out. Uh, em- employee and financial uh, goals like e- each one of my guys has a different strength and weakness not a one of them are alike there's things that are alike about this guy and that but they all so I, I try to focus on what I know is their weakness sure. if, if a guy won't close then we spend a lot of time with that uh, and in the end I'll wear him out about that you know and play role play games with him and go out and show him the clothes so I try to look at what what in there what do they do well some guys don't can't negotiate some guys uh, really don't do a good job of scouting new dealers every one of them has got a strength I got a guy that's a super scout but he's not a detail guy you know once he gets a guy it's hard for him to keep a guy satisfied because he's going on the hunt again. Sure. Well, slow down a minute, man. It's time for a different game. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting, you know, Adam, 
Linamar, you know, Salford was bought by Linamar in June, and we're seeing some really cool structure coming to our goal setting, which I think is very important. We've always set goals, but they have a specific structure and an accountability standard. Really? Yes, they do, which is very, very cool. That's the only way you get anything done. I mean, nobody likes it because you have to sign your the name up to what you said you were going to do. It ain't supposed to be easy. It ain't supposed to be easy, but if you can't do that, so that that's cool. I look at their, I try to separate out a, a piece for them that is just for them, that you need to learn to close or you need to, whatever it is, uh, you need to write better emails. And then I look at a, at a financial piece for them, like, what do you want to make? And how are we going to get you there? And then I look at a personal piece for them. Um, I have a guy who needs more time at home. I, I have a guy who needs more time on the road. So I try to s separate that out, employee, um, financial, and, and personal, and try to <clears throat> poke out of them one or two things that we work on every year. And I also push them to tell me what I need to do. Right. I like for them to kind of set my, set my sales on, on what they need. Um, and hopefully, they end up um, achieving their their financial goals, which is what works about, you know. Right. Uh, and achieving their 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 personal goals, which is gratifying for themselves and their family, and makes them stronger men. Uh, so if they can stay on those three rails, that's kind of how I how I try to focus them. And I do it on a, a yearly and then a quarterly review of, of where we are or, or did we pick the right goals to start there and, and where where are we or are we tracking um, and I think those things hopefully they lead to happier people well if nothing else it'll at least square everyone up mm -hmm. uh, of like what you know I think getting down to the nitty-gritty and getting personal with them and asking them them those questions mm -hmm. that you just talked about what are your goals it it's okay maybe to some people if they didn't achieve all of those goals but at least it you is. know what the goals were and now you can figure out why they didn't happen that's exactly right effort matters <clears throat> and you know what Adam if they don't reach their goals that's probably my fault truth be told Maybe I didn't push hard enough. Yeah. You know, maybe I didn't do. I mean, I, I accept responsibility for them, not unless it's just some blatant st stupidity, man. Sure. Uh, even that is my responsibility. That means I have to act. Yeah. You know, so I need to be. I need to know enough about them, and it's a funny balance. I need to be engaged with them to a certain extent. Then I need to let them go do their job. Yeah. Right. You know, and they're their weaknesses and strengths come out you know uh, and and at, Adam one of the one of the keys to my life is that I, I really have a good group of men that I'm surrounded by yeah I'm not worried if if everybody's getting up in the morning sure or every, any any I, I'd really never give a thought to somebody's not working yeah I don't have that guy on my team anymore yeah. they have fishing <laughs> yeah I mean and, and our, our rule is pretty simple you can go to Disneyland, you can go fishing, but for God's sake, tell me. That's all I want to know because I'm going to cover you. I, yep. got, I got you, man. Yep. You, you're not going to be able to fish for the next five days, but if <laughs> tomorrow morning you need a break and you need to go hunt, just tell me. Mm -hmm. We don't need to talk about that. I need to take care of you. Mm -hmm. Turn your stinking phone off for a little while. Send your calls to me. Let's figure out how to get you covered. 
Uh, that's that's all I want, and, and those guys deliver that to me consistently, and the and they, I have to just about make them take vacations. Yeah, and yeah. That, that's, well, that's an important good. part of life. It, it, something's right there. Then. There's something right about that, but there's something wrong about that. I really want them to have a family balance. Yeah, I really do, and I want them to take a vacation, and I want them to turn their electronics off. But you know what, Adam? That is not the way that an ag sales guy works, because that's not the way our business works. It, it's not. It's so not. unfortunately, I've, I've never been able to conquer that one. And and it's it, it is one of the fav my favorite part of of my jobs is. Um, I, I can, I can. My wife and I can go to Amelia Island, Florida, and I will sell as much there as if I went to the shop at Coldwater. Phone's gonna ring. I'm gonna answer it. If I, you know, if I don't, I'm gonna call him back when it's convenient. I'm gonna yep. text, and yep. and I, I can talk to guys, and and they'll be like, are, are you, are you, why are you whispering? Well, there, there's a deer out here at 40. What? You know, <laughs> what are you like, talking to me for? You know, it's like, well, why not? You know? Yeah. And uh, so that is cool. Um, in, in the times that we're in right now, when, when things are going pretty strong and, and you've got your guys clicking and, and VRTs are selling, do you ever find yourself getting comfortable? Yes. That's a bad moment. That's a dangerous moment. Yeah. And when I do, I slap myself because there's no, there's no place to be comfortable. Uh, if you're not moving toward the puck if you're comfortable you are not skating toward the puck man you're sitting on the ice yep and so yes i do and and at the same time i really try not to let myself focus on the day the merry-go-round stops all you can't think about that a right. lot of people lose the joy of the good times worrying about the bad times to come oh, they're yeah. coming man oh yeah they're coming you can't stop it so why are you worrying about it when you don't know when so yep. for me it's been trying to learn how to enjoy both yeah that they both have specific difficulties i mean it's 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 difficult when you got so much going on that you can't get product out of the factory right and it's worse when you don't have any product for the factory yeah <laughs> they're 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 both so, you know, be where you are. Um, my favorite analogy is a, a, a sand dial, a, a sand glass, you know. The sand at the top is the future. The sand at the bottom is the, is the past, and the sand passing through the middle is right now. Right. And that's the only sand that matters. Right. The stuff at the bottom is gone. The stuff at the top, you don't have yet. And you don't know how much is up there either, by the way. Yeah. So you got to enjoy that sand in the middle. That's the only sand. Out of the bottom, take the lessons. Yeah. Out of the top, take the hope. Yeah. And out of the middle, enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, so that's a, a life lesson that I'm not very good at, Adam. <laughs> but, I, but I'm... I'm working on it, man, so that I can enjoy whatever that moment is. And some of them aren't aren't, aren't joyful moments, man. They're right. tough moments, you know, and families and businesses. There are tough things that have to be done, but if I can actually make myself be there for that tough moment, I do a better job and I actually get more out of it. Yeah. And it's hard. Yep. So that's my that's my time lesson i'm trying to teach myself be where, be right here with you yep that's good stuff it's the only moment we got man that, that's that good we're promised stuff. um you mentioned earlier about linamar 
Yes, sir. Let's touch on that. Yeah, let's. <clears throat> what what went down there? Wow, you know, um, I don't think that I don't think that I could go out and find a better fit. It's a very interesting company. It really had very little, if any, knowledge of it. Phenomenal company. Very deep, deep, rich uh, cultural roots. Uh, second generation. Uh, Linda runs the company who her father started in a small way in Ontario, Canada, and they are one of the premier suppliers of upper end parts. Their technologies are phenomenal. Their their culture is is phenomenal, and they're a very good fit. They also own MacDon. Okay. MacDon was their first acquisition. Their goal, as I understand it, um, and Linamar folks, forgive me if I, I murder it, but as I understand it, their, their goal is to diversify their portfolio of companies in a couple of different directions, mobility and, and agriculture. And I, I, I expect them to, to be a real mover and, and shaker in the agriculture business. Um, so in June, Linamar, uh purchased Salford from Gen X uh, Venture Capital. And it's been a, I think it has had a lot of impact in the accounting and, and some in the management, but for us, it hasn't had a huge uh, impact. In the areas of uh, our benefits are better. Our benefits all of a sudden, and we had good benefits before, benefits are better. Uh, the the culture that they're injecting the you know their philosophy of three legs of, of, of management is sustainable sustainability you know uh, the direction they're going uh, is far-reaching they're not through yet uh, they have already seen uh, well this week uh, we got an opportunity to sit down with uh, a handful of the MacDon TMs and just exchange some best practices. Mm. You know, just talk about what works for, and my God, I learned several things that uh, I'm not going to share here because they're my secrets now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> in the future, I will when I've figured them out, but that that was really cool to have a, 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 a bigger brother to bounce stuff off of, uh, to be able to bring Linamar quality into Salford is a really big deal because these guys are beyond super accurate. Really? Yes, sir. It will bring another level of fit, finish, engineering to, to Salford. That, really? Yes, it will, man. Because I, I, I hold Salford pretty high in that regard anyways. Yeah. And I, and, and I do too from seeing where we came from but also knowing that uh, there's there's more to go, really? you know that things can be better, and that uh, so I'm 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 truly excited about it. We didn't get bought by an. So let me be selfish for a minute. We didn't get bought by an OEM that already had a sales force that looked at Lee and his guys and said, "Hey, we're good." <laughs> nice knowing. <laughs> we're good, you know, or something like that. It, it was there. There's a there's a strong sense in my heart that they find us valuable and okay. that as long as you know we have to produce whoever owns you you have to produce yep and that's relative to the market right you sure. have to produce and when you're not producing if you're in a sales role and you're not producing you're going to be replaced 
Yeah. You're going up or out. That's the two directions that a sales team can go. Yep. Um, but my sense is that they, they do hold us valuable, and that's very encouraging. And my sense is that they will bring a whole nother level of engineering to really? to Salford. Yeah. Our, engi- our engineering is, is very is very good, but like I say, man, I'm, I'm already learning how to manage my team better and how to I've – already, I've already learned from our partners there. So I think – like I said, I don't think that I could have picked any better situation to be, you know, brought into. That's uh, good. It, it is. It's, it's it's very encouraging. And that's comforting to hear as a dealer. <laughs> you know, when when you see the email and and hear it. Oh, that's got to be like. Mm, you're like, oh boy, <laughs> here we go. But uh, you know, honestly, as a dealer, I haven't seen a thing change at all. Good. Which is which is good. Good. Um, so. Um, I'm glad to hear that, and uh, yeah, it sounds like a great company. Well, and Adam, if we do it right, you'll you'll just see it. Sure, it'll just be better. It'll just be, you know, bringing products to to market faster. Maybe new products, different new products, products. Uh, new directions, new. You know, it's 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 going to be. It it has been exciting, and I and I too. When I get that email, I, I you know. It's you mean a, you weren't there? You didn't broker the deal? No, they didn't ask me huh. in for the. I was kind of brought in at the end. No, they really didn't ask for my expertise there. They, I probably could have helped them, Adam, but you know, it's not not in on that. But it, you know, it, it's it's been just another piece of the journey, man. Yeah. You know, being owned by venture capital had its own interesting. You know, my guys would ask me, "Hey, you think we're gonna get sold?" Uh-huh. There is a one hundred percent chance. Yeah, <laughs> we better. <laughs> you know that. Yeah, we we make this good, and it's just another like uh, interesting journey. It, it, Adam, it will become more corporate. Yeah. In nature, you know, and and we've made some moves that that way over the last couple of years. We're in in terms of like custom work or. We just don't have that flexibility anymore, yeah. you know, and that's unfortunate. Yeah. Because there's some fun in that, and it's also fortunate because that means you've grown your business to the place where, you know, we're tapping down options and models yeah. for financial reasons. Just makes sense. Yep, and just cleaning stuff up. Mm-hmm. I mean, I we've seen a little bit of it there, you know, with what we're doing, stuff that we used to do all the time to let's rob this from this and. It, no, and and when you do stop at it, you look back and and things are just cleaner. Yeah, on paper. When you get done with it. Yeah, on paper and and everywhere. Yep. So yeah. Decisions like uh, getting out of the the traditional plow business. Yeah. You know. I got a guy in Bucyrus, Ohio that would that would argue that I, he I, bought I that know, last plow. I out know of, a lot of people that would. Yeah. You know, and uh, Maine, P- potato guys. I mean, there's there's still but. In the overall scheme of things, what can I do with that capacity? Right. You know, what What can I put it into? Um, got products that are exponentially bypassing that in yes. volume, profitability, market share. Uh, coming from growing a, a, a little nut into a pretty good size oak, that's kind of hard, you right. know. But it it makes sense. Yeah. It's, it's what we've it's, – it's one of the – the things that we've done a good bit of and we'll probably have to do more of 
you know, to be, use your capacity where it works the best. Well, when you bring in things like the VRT and the HSD line, you know, on top of the independent series, on top of the BBIs and the Magnus Spread Pluses and the Valmars. You got to make a hole, man. You got to go somewhere. (laughs) So. And there's been a, a significant, um, I think Lisa Downey has done a fantastic job in HR at Salford, and she has grown the workforce significantly, and I'm excited about that. That's one of the things that, that we needed. When you could get, you know, 40 bucks an hour driving nails in Ontario, it's hard to, yeah. you know, if I was a working man, I'm going where the dollars are. Sure. And uh, so we're seeing some of that necking down, and, you know, our, our workforce is, is up significantly and is prepared to fill that capacity. And I'm, I'm really excited about to give you that message mm-hmm. that, you know, the, the, we, we have the bodies, we have the expertise, and, and, you know, Adam, long lead times are my goal. They right. always have been. Yep. You know, oh my God, you're out to. That's great. Yeah. If I was any better, I'd get out six more months, and that's my goal. Yeah. You know, I'd like to be two years out. Yeah. You know, um, line them up, start ordering. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's fun. It's been a. I appreciate the question. It's, so far, it's been a neat transition, and I'm really enjoying what I'm learning, man. I'm like going to graduate school kind yeah. of thing. You know. I find it great that in the last 12 months, Salford's lead times have been spot on, on 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 tillage or, or anything any order. They've been fairly accurate for you. Oh yeah, you you can, you know, you there, there's several different types of manufacturers in this world. You can be one that lies to your dealers so that you can make sales, <laughs> or you can just uh, tell the truth so you yeah. don't have to lie later. Um, it's easier and, that way. Yeah, I, I can't mean, remember lies. I can remember the truth pretty decently. Yeah, you know, it's like, what, how soon can I see a Salford? Uh, September. <laughs> you know, and it, there's just there's just no BS in there. Yeah. You know, and then all of a sudden we order a Salford, and it shows up in September. You know, just like promise. You know, I'm I'm getting tools today that I sold to customers, and I promised my customer in October we'll see it probably February March. And I'll be dang if it ain't at our shop. Well, Adam, I got to give the shout out to a, a, a couple of guys for that because there's something significant that got done, oh, maybe as much as two years ago when things started getting jacked up. Um, Jeff Gray, uh, our CEO, and, and Mike Amarino, who run our facilities, they're so good at their jobs. Well, Jeff has dumped cash into inventory. Yep. That's okay. why. Okay. Is that we didn't go all chicken. Yep. We didn't get everything we wanted, but we went all in. And it was a a, a, a gutsy move. Yep. You know, yep. <laughs> you have a plant full of metal and blades, but we, he just uh, has consistently dumped. When I, I get, I, I do, they, they give me the blessing. I look at some of the financials and I, I saw that clearly, this big, massive jump. Uh, that that's fantastic, and and Mike Amarino just is a no quit kind of take charge. Uh, the things that he has done in terms of standard operating procedures and consistency in that plant are just beautiful, man. Hmm. If you work, if you work there, they hand you a notebook, and you can't build that, then you're either blind or if you can read and really a lot of it. If you can look at a picture, really. Yeah, so that that the consistency 
So I give those guys complete. Yeah. And it gives us in the field, oh my God, because we're just a bunch of parrots about that kind of information. Yeah. They tell me and I tell you, and yep. then they don't make it, I'm a liar. And yep. I, it's just the way the world is, man. Yep. Suck it up. You don't like it, find another job. But so far, they have, I believe they've, they've done a really neat job. And, and I, I give those guys the credit for for that, for sure. And, and on our other plants, too. It's just that Mike's at the top. So, yeah. you know. I, I, I get the emails from Dave. You get the, the red boxes and the yellow and the green on the products. And I'm like zooming in on them. Like, how yeah, many? 14, son of a gun. Well, it's a good thing we got 11 units yeah. on order. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we work hard to keep that pipeline full, too. You do. And the and the, the great message to other people listening in the, in the dealer community is that the you guys, you always keep your pipeline full you have to you, you, you have to and, and you're always prepared to ship and move product now today and it separates you from a lot of your competitors man and yep. always will yep i mean i like lead times too to be honest because we talked about the other night it, it allows us to separate because when we're when we're out to september today on a tillage tool every other dealer has to wait that long yep well we pre-ordered back in september you when did. you and dave told me to you did and here we go you did pipelines full we're ready to sell after a beautiful uh louisville farm show we're going to kick it out and do demos this spring yep and we're going to be ready to retail right then and there so all those leads man yep i don't have to tell you them. about that you you know all about no, i it. watch it man and I, and I see it in your numbers and i mean it's it's obvious it's obvious that uh you know, you, you get after it every day, and you got uh, you got the tools in place to to make good on the opportunities that are presented to you. Mm -hmm. And man, that's that's awesome. Yeah, well, we enjoy it. We enjoy it. Salfords became a huge part of our our business. And, and you are huge. You are. I mean, it, it used to be some cover crop seeders and and fifty two hundred every now and then. But man, I tell you what. Our lot's painted red. If it ain't red, it's silver. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> I man. Mean, it, it's great. So That's exciting. They make the best product out there, and it sounds like it's going to only get better. Well, I, I appreciate that, man. I mean, we have our days. You know, we're not we're we're not we're not perfect by any means. We have all kind of all kind of flaws, and hopefully, we just work on them. Yeah. That's what you do as people, as companies, as families. Just work on them, man. Yep. And incrementally get better at it over time. Yep. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up. All right. Let Bye. me do one more thing. Okay. And I, what I want to do is I want to give just a shout out of gratitude to everybody that took their time to come over here to Louisville. Yes. To visit with us this week. You have no idea how, what that means to me. It, it, it encourages me to continue to invest here. Yeah, my marketing and sales dollars. Yep. And so, just thank you to customers, to other vendors, to everybody that made the National Farm Machinery Show 2023 what it was. Please come back. Yes. It's, uh, if you want us here. Yep. You've got to. You got to do what you did this year. Yeah. And, I, and I'm so grateful. Let's let's just stop with that's the most important thing. I'm just. Yeah. All your listeners, yep. all your friends, to you and your family. Yeah, uh, I am so grateful for what transpired this year. It is so encouraging, 
Uh, yeah. And I need I, I need you folks to, to come back. Yeah. Spend time. Yep. That that's great because you know without the attendance you don't have the the vendors and without the vendors it goes. You don't. And, and I'm gonna, I'm just going to be honest that I've cut out the vast majority of my trade shows out of my budget. Yeah. And there was a there's been times that I've really thought hard about this one. I can't come over here and spend this kind of money and not get anything out of it. Right. I don't have ten days every year, which is what it takes me yep. to do this show. Yep. If I if I don't get a return on my investment. Yes. And it I don't think it's turned belly up, but it's been hard to find break even yep. for a number of years here. Yep. And for you folks to come out here this year, you have no idea what a blessing and what an encouragement that is to yep. to, to us. It, Thank you. <clears throat> Today I came in later. Uh, I can't. I brought the boys down. We left at seven forty-five, so I got here at about noon. Mm-hmm. And you know the gate where you scan your ticket. I guess I don't know where you come in, but but the gate where I scan my ticket yeah. over here by where the Cardinal used to be. Yeah. The restaurant. They had me parking right there. <laughs> I could barely see the building. It's almost over the curve of the earth. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. it. They weren't even letting any more cars in the roundabout. Oh, wow. The, uh, Seriously? Yep, they shut it off. Yeah, oh, that it was so encouraging. It was unbelievable. I came in here, and you know, you walk up through here, and you can barely get from one room to the other. Yeah. It's so bottlenecked. You, you almost got to go outside. Yeah. It, it's unbelievable. Yeah. It, this show is is unlike any other in this year specifically. And I had a gut feeling after Fort Wayne Farm Show. Yeah, uh, that was interesting because that thing was dead fish for a long time, man. It, it, it's It's been a good show for us just because of the local yep. community that comes. Yep. But this year was just out of this world. Yeah, and that's what I, I heard. Had, I had a gut feeling that, that this uh, Louisville show would be awfully good. And it, it, it stood up to it. Well, your gut was right, so when you have investment advice or whatever, you make sure and share that with the rest of us, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, let, let Salford, let's take them uh, public, and then we'll go. <laughs> <laughs> well, they can get a piece of Lenamore. Yeah, yeah, which that's is, true. Which is Salford. That so is true. Thank you for the honor of spending time, man. I never feel um, up to it, but I'm, I'm really grateful. I, I really enjoy our time together oh i do too and we're going to have some podcasts coming this spring okay uh we might be reeling in some walleye yeah we should so. do that we should we're we're gonna go fishing together it, it here this spring it ain't a should yeah i'm tired we of will it. i'm tired of talking about all right it. we yeah. can either talk You've already about me the date so it's time for me to mm-hmm. make it real mm-hmm. real literally yeah real the boat is actually called real easy <laughs> That we're going on. <laughs> that we're going on. Yeah. So I'm excited, man. So. I'm excited. We'll share with the folks next time Yep. Uh, right. our I appreci- stories. Appreciate your time. Thank you, brother. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone.